0: Welcome back to another episode of 30 Flirty and Surviving. I am Tracy. New episodes come out every Monday at 9 a.m. on iHeart, Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. It is a very foggy, cold, gray day today as we record this. So I decided to bring a little sunshine, a little something sweet onto the show today. I have with me Taylor Stump. She is the founder and the owner of. Of little miss cupcake you've probably eaten one of her cupcakes at some point or another she is so sweet she's such a delight and we are going to talk all about how the business came to be and learn some tips and tricks on perfecting the right cupcake so without further ado
1: I have Taylor hi thank Hello. you so much for having me thank you so much for being here it was a journey to get here it was it took 25 minutes on like an eight minute journey it should have been only eight minutes but it's fine live, we learn, and I miss running late always. <laughs> <laughs> It's such, um, a, I think that's the most
0: frustrating part is 25 minutes in the Grand Seam of things, that's an easy commute. No problem at all. But it's just when you know you could have got there in a fraction of the time, mm-hmm. it's just infuriating. Yep. And
1: I didn't give myself enough time, so.
0: Oh, please. I never do. So we're on, we're on the same page perfect, there. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so before I start asking you some questions specifically about Little Miss Cupcake and your background, I like to start with some fun introductory questions, just so the people can get to know you. So first and foremost, what is your age? I'm 30. (gasps) Yes, you had a recent birthday,
1: right? Nah, I'm almost on my 31st. You are? So I'm a December baby, December 11th. (gasps) I'm a Sagittarius, almost 31. So I've, I've already hit the 30s. Okay, how's it feel? pretty good so far. It's all mental. Like, (laughs) I think I stopped and I feel like such an old person. You always hear older people, aka myself. I feel like I have my mind whenever I was 25. Like, it does not feel different. Yes, I have longer hangovers and (laughs) I get sore a lot easier, but you know, it's all mental. So 30 is just an age. I keep on going. I love that answer. That's a great answer. And you said you're a Sagittarius. Do
0: you, are you into Uh, astrology or zodiac signs at all?
1: No. Yes. No. Maybe. So if I'm reading it, sure. I like to hold a crystal if I'm feeling down, but like (laughs) (laughs) my kind of girl, you definitely have fire sign
0: energy. So if I can say to you, I think Sagittarius makes a lot of sense.
1: Perfect. What is your relationship status? So I am recently not single. I'm usually always single. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm career driven or just psycho. One of the two. No, I'm choosing. Maybe a little bit of both. Exactly. (laughs) I've learned through all my relationships, but yes, I am currently in a relationship and it's so far so good. Awesome. And where do you live now? You're in Southie. Where were you born and raised? Columbus, Ohio. Whoa. So when did you first come to Massachusetts? So I started summering on Cape Cod whenever I was 13 years old. Okay. And then um, I officially moved here after college. I went to Cape Cod and started Little Miss Cupcake. We sucked you in. Yes. I love it. Okay. And then
0: my last question for you before we start getting into the good stuff is, do you have more of a sweet tooth or a hankering for salty foods? I wanted to ask because I would think – I would guess sweet,
1: but I have a feeling that's not going to be your answer. I love it all. (laughs) I do. I only eat, so I used to, before I started baking for a career, I would always have dessert, always order it at, you know, the dinner table. Mm -hmm. And now that I make it, I'm a little bit more particular. So I do go for the more savory items, but I still love my sweets. And if I have one bite, I am done for the rest of the day. Yeah,
0: well you've earned the ability to be a little picky. I mean, you know your stuff, I, I don't blame you. Do you have a favorite cupcake flavor?
1: Um, my favorite is our Lighthouse Lemon. I've always been a lemon girl. Um, so it's a lemon cake, lemon curd filling with a lemon buttercream. That sounds delicious. Yes.
0: And my little ray of sunshine, of course, it's yellow, it's bright. I would expect exactly. nothing less. So I want to start by talking a little bit about your um, background before we dive right into um, Little Miss Cupcake. So tell me
1: you went to school here and go from there. You said you... So... I'm like overheating, so I probably was like oh, you New York were not you in New York yes. for school? okay, yes, yes that's right in college. I was originally from Ohio, and I wanted to get i love Ohio, but you know any typically wherever you grow up, you want to get the heck out of there as soon as you can that was it amen, me, right and um like, where can I go? New York City was just like that was it. I wanted to be a fashion designer at first, um and then whenever it was senior year, I kind of changed gears a little bit. But yeah, I went to Manhattan College in the Bronx, um, went there for four years and then graduated. What a Kansas change Cape. of pace. Yes. So fashion was the goal. That's what you wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, first it was, oh gosh, I was wanted to be a wedding planner. I wanted to be in the, um, you know, write. And then I learned really quickly, grammar and writing are not <laughs> my strong suits. <laughs> Thank goodness. What is it? Grammarly? Yeah. I just... Found out about that. Lifesaver. I feel like a genius. It really is clutch. It's clutch. (laughs) And then you realize how much you're actually messing up whenever you're writing. But um, yeah, I then 2010, which was my senior year of high school, Mm -hmm. it was whenever cupcakes started to become the fad. And I'm like, huh, I love to make concoctions. I love design. I wanted something of my own and just started Taking a trot and started running towards it. So. Yeah,
0: perfect way to kind of play on each of your strengths. I mean, clearly you're motivated. So owning your own business falls in line with that. You can still get creative with you know the presentation, the flavor combinations, the garnishes. And it's just something that's very sweet and feminine and you can make everybody happy. And it's what what a better spot for you to fall in and to land in. How did you start doing research when it comes to all things cupcake, because that wasn't your background. It was just something you were interested in.
1: Exactly. I started eating more (laughs) cupcake That's for sure. But I also started doing my, um, I started doing cupcake events and hosting. um, If anyone needed cupcakes or desserts, I started doing them just to start getting an idea. I don't, I think, Pinterest was a thing, but I definitely started looking online. I would take screenshots of stuff, but it really wasn't until I got into college and all my professors were great and they're like, just start making all your projects about your cupcake shop. And so I slowly but surely, anywhere I'd go, I'd go to a cupcake shop. I'd try it. I'd see what I liked, what I didn't like. And I literally started a do's and don'ts and then kind of just came up with this over the over four years, family inspired, friends inspired, came up with Little Miss Cupcake at first. And then my father was like, Taylor, that's not unique enough. How about you be Little Miss Cupcake? And then way to go, dad. Yeah.
0: So he had that forward thinking. Yeah. How to set you apart a little bit. Exactly. Very cool. And then what a great way to sort of honor a place that was a home away from home for you for so many years and continues to be. Or do you still
1: go down to the Cape a lot for not for work? Oh, yeah, I do. My parents. um, Back, I don't know, 2013, they officially moved out there, and I started Little Miss Cupcake, the mothership there in 2014, spent about five years, and then got an itch to get back in the city. And I knew Cape Cod was just the home base or the start, and then, so I was there for about five years. I still go back and forth. Heck, I was there today, um, overseeing (laughs) the shops. Yep. And as long as there's no traffic, it's pretty convenient and not bad, but... How has
0: it been for you owning a somewhat seasonal location? Um, Because we know Cape gets very busy in the summer. You have a lot of foot traffic and crickets.
1: Yeah. About
0: this time of year. So what was that like for you as you're just starting with your first business? Well... First
1: off, word to the wise: Do your market research, <laughs> because <laughs> I did not. I just had a passion, and I was excited, and I thought I was going to have this mega million dollar cupcake shop the second I opened my doors. And I learned real quick, it's not like that. So um, it was definitely a slap in the face, and it it was it, it was a very hard learning curve because mm. I actually had no idea how dead it gets in the winter, because I was part of that blimp in the summer. Like yeah. I was, I didn't really winter there. I was in college during the winter, and I'd only come home to see my parents during Thanksgiving and Christmas and that kind of thing. And I thought, oh, it's dead because it's the holidays. And so that was a really hard learning curve. And that's kind of why at first, whenever I started my company, I was going to do cupcakes only. No cakes, no cookies, no nothing. I wanted to be just cupcakes. Now I do like 50 things, (laughs) so I learned really quick. You have to broaden, um,
0: to get, you know, a little bit of something for everyone, right? Because we all have our preferences and. Generally speaking, sweets is a yes for most people, but some like their cookies, some like their cake, some like a pastry, whatever it may be. So now you get to cast a wider net and hopefully appeal to a larger audience, which is really cool. But I do understand the hesitation there because I think that there's this stipulation like a jack of all trades, a master of none. Like, you don't want to be like, you want to. Perfect
1: one thing, and then try to do too much. Was that a fear for you too? It was, and I was kind of thinking, you know, focus on one thing. And I saw, you know, all these other cupcake shops. I had TV shows, and that's all they did were cupcakes. And maybe behind the scenes, I really didn't do my research and see in the actual bakery they were doing a lot more than just the cupcakes.
0: Mm,
1: I know. So what? What was it? DC Cupcakes, Georgetown Cupcakes, and DC that, Cupcakes, Georgetown. Same thing. Yeah. Same it's thing, same, right? TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, yeah, there was there was a moment in time where cupcakes were all the rage. Then, then cupcake wars was it
1: sprinkle cupcake wars. Yep, sprinkles was the first cupcakery in America, so she was the first oh. one to start that. Wow, mm-hmm. I remember
0: um, in LA at the Galleria, they would have these like cupcake ATMs, Those and are fabulous. which are really cool. But it really was like this. It sensational just how cupcakes had such a moment and they still do it's a great way to be able to have just that like craving satisfied right Mm -hmm. um but Mm -hmm. what about the tv itself those
1: those shows was that made you really think like that's what i want i just love how creative they got and yeah. the whole reason. I mean, I wanted to be an entrepreneur ever since I was a kid because both my parents are entrepreneurs. So I think just also not only being able to say something that's mine, but seeing the joy on people's faces whenever they get a dessert or have a sweet. And I also wanted to go into an industry that I mean, who knows what 20 years will hold or, you know, 20 years down the line will look like. But I wanted something that would not go out of style. And what I mean by that is everyone always needs a reason to celebrate or something to celebrate with. So either, either it's a birthday or congratulations or a baby shower. Um, people always need cake.
0: Yes, they do. So you got that job security there in a sense. Um, but how did you start at the very beginning? Um, I wanna kinda take this two ways. Number one is just learning about cupcakes. I know you were taking a lot of um, screenshots of, of pictures, saving things, learning, reading, um, but how you really started to put that into practice yes. and and perfect your recipes, but then also um, on the more business end of things like getting everything up and running. So whichever one sort of came first for you, will go there and
1: then we can kind of pivot. Yeah, I would say it's definitely the recipes start first, mm-hmm. um, but I'll I'll tell you the story, and it's kind of backwards how I did it. But um, I started with the buttercream. So I had a from scratch buttercream, American buttercream. So we have salted butter. I know some people are like, oh, my gosh, salted butter in baking is a no-no. But I use salted butter, um, powdered sugar, um, heavy cream, mix it all together and you have vanilla extract, of course. Um, And then you have a nice buttercream. So I had a base, but then I didn't have a cake base. So I would take Duncan Hines. It is the best um, Duncan Hines and add like an extra cup of sour cream. And so I started with half and half, half My recipe, half, not my recipe. And so I started just getting the decorating down and trying to see if my concept would sell. And then whenever I was in college, I really started to get the business aspect of it and starting to, you know, honestly, I went into it blindly. I, my, not I, my mom helped me a ton. So did my father. They're not in the food industry, but they went to, um, gosh, the board of the town, asked them, what do we need to open up? a food wow. establishment. And literally my mom gave me this list and we just started going down it, getting all the license. And even whenever I opened my doors, I didn't know how to frost a cupcake. That is so. insane. <laughs> I had a frosting machine. It was called Easy Frost. I don't know if they're still open. And it was like you put your foot on it and it was like an ice cream. cream Like swirl. a sewing machine yes. for frosting a yes. little pedal. Yes. <laughs> and it's because I went into it blindly, but I had passion and drive and I was so freaking excited. I'm like, it's fine. I'll figure it out. And I love
0: that. So. so you sort of had this mentality that failing wasn't an option. You just knew you were so passionate about this. You were going to figure it out and you were going to make it work. And that's really what drove you to continue moving forward and ultimately have the success that you have now. That's insane. Yeah. You have a lot to be proud of. Thank you. I've messed up a lot. So, <laughs> Are you are, do you have any horror stories from the early days of things that you maybe wish you did differently or learned the
1: hard way? I mean, I One of the biggest things, but I think it was just it was money, but I tried to do everything by myself. So, of course, whenever I first opened, I had counter girls and some bakers. But in the winter, I really just tried to do everything myself. Um, And I think that's one thing I wish I would have just taken a risk, which I do every day, and just had the payroll be a little bit higher and had more people to help me run a cupcake empire. Mm -hmm. So it was I mean, again, I still work A lot, but I wish I would have had more minds helping me create a cupcake empire because as much as I, you know, I don't know it all. And I think that's what's so awesome about bringing a crew together is everyone gives you ideas and then you can really build something. Yeah.
0: But on the other hand... It's also a large responsibility to employ people so i'm sure you were being conservative yeah. about i don't want to you know bite off more than i can chew or over promise something for these folks that i don't really know what the future of this is going to hold right yeah. so there's a little bit of that you know compassion for these people you don't want to bring them on and then have it not work out So.
1: That must have been a delicate balance. but yeah. And there were definitely people that I hired way too many. And I'm like, sorry, guys. Like, it's not <laughs> what I thought. I'm still learning. And the thing is, a lot of these, my, I call them colleagues, the crew members, were my age, if not older than me. Oh, so wow. all of a sudden, this 22-year-old walks in. And, I, and I'm, you know, shooting the orders and telling them, you know, this is what you guys do, da, da, da. So it was kind of, it took me a few years to really develop. I've always been confident, but a real confidence behind what I'm doing. Because to be honest, I had no idea what I was doing. So. Fake it till you make exactly, it, honey. You exactly. and you made it. You made it. I'm trying, I'm trying.
0: <laughs> that is such a fun story. Um, if you don't mind me sharing this, when we were chit-chatting before the show, um, when we got on a phone call, I remember you telling me something, which was really funny. I mean, we have to acknowledge the fact that you were... 22 Mm -hmm. when this got started, so young. But one of the lessons you had also mentioned to me was, you know, I'm in the city, I'm here in, in Boston, I'm enjoying it, I'm still young, I just am able to drink. You would
1: go out, have yourself a night, and then the doors just wouldn't open the next day. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. I'd be like, "Sorry, um, the ovens are broken," or "Sorry, technical issues," and it's because my head was in the toilet. And <laughs> I, but again, that's why I should have had more help. And mm. I definitely, though. I mean, it took. It's. I think everyone can kind of relate, right? Whenever yes. you get out of college, you're not ready to be done. You're still partying. Five days a week, four days a week. And on the Cape, it was, that's, you know, you go to the bars, the local bars, you see everyone and it's a Monday through Sunday kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I have not had to do that in a long time. Thank <laughs> goodness. I would
0: not think that you're doing that anymore at all. But I just thought it was a little cute story because I think, A, it shows how young you were when this started. And so what an accomplishment it is that it's gotten this far now. But also, you're just able to admit, like, I was young. I was naive. I didn't know what I was doing. And as we mature and as we get older is when we really are able to sort of refine ourselves in those ways and you can change and it's okay that you made those decisions early on because you're still where you're at now and you acknowledge it you move forward but I just thought it was so cute and so funny
1: I'm an open book so I will (laughs) tell you all my embarrassing stories and like one of them I think I was telling you whenever we did have that phone conversation at the beginning, whenever I thought I was going to be this like hot superstar of a cupcake lady and no one was coming in, I would sit on the floor, Matilda style, after I closed the door and I gained like 20 pounds during this and just start eating the cupcakes and start crying. And, you know, it's not what I want. So definitely we rise above. It gets better. <laughs> yes, it it gets
0: better. But that is so is I'm going to have the Matilda reference stuck in my head forever now. <laughs> that is so funny. That was like a very scarring point
1: in the movie I know I know very scarring yeah. but I like picturing but that's you, what I'm doing like it is a lot easier we're speeding myself and I can I can still I can eat a lot of cupcakes I don't know I'm just a sicko I guess I have a high sugar tolerance yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so I have a couple more like business 101 yeah. questions that I want to ask you and then I want to get more into the cupcake stuff as well but um you've already sort of alluded to it but just as a business owner, what has been the best and the hardest thing about uh, managing employees for you? Hmm.
1: The oh, Let's see. The hardest thing is, I mean, it changes every day. And the thing is, is reliability. And at the end of the day, you do find individuals that care for the shop just as much as you do. But who's really going to care for mm-hmm. it like you do? So I think the most challenging thing is trying to encourage and teach your crew how important it is to be behind such a great company. And so I'm learning every day um, different ways um to and ent- and ent- oh gosh, I can't even speak right now, not entice them, but get them excited. I yeah. want them to be excited to come in to the to the work the workplace and I create an environment that is open fun and kind of just forget your worries at the door but also a safe haven if they ever have any issues you know I'm kind of like a mama bear all my managers I have a manager here in Boston and Cape it's a really great environment so I guess Trying just to convince them and crew, you know, to what you're working towards and working towards one goal of happiness and creating happiness for people whenever they walk through the doors. Yeah. And then what was the other question?
0: Um, I haven't asked it yet. Okay. <laughs> so you didn't forget. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, no, but I agree. I th- is it? It's like either Mark Cuban or Gary Vee or maybe both of them. But they always say like you can't expect your employees to care about your business the way that you do, but you can still get them excited yes. about it and not to make a corny sort of dessert analogy but everybody wants a piece of the pie and I think that becomes a struggle at times getting them invested. But I think when you're able to offer more responsibility and growth and there's perks or things like that, that's when people really are there long-term and want to make this their
1: home for their career because they, they get what they give. Exactly. You know, exactly. And I always tell my crew my success is your success. And that's why I'm always having reviews with crew members, seeing you know what they think would be awesome to bring to Little Miss Cupcake. Make them involved, but also give them the opportunity to know that you can grow and you can climb this ladder with me. Yeah. It is, we are just starting out and you can join this cupcake journey with me. So perfect. Okay, so then my
0: segue is how many years did you have the Cape location running before you opened up the Boston shop? So... Five years. five years. Five years. What was the biggest difference or maybe challenge for you going from having one location to juggling two?
1: I'm bouncing around even more so than I ever mm-hmm. like ever did before, but I function well on not i don't want to call it stress because it's not stress i function well with a lot to do and um, i love to keep occupied again i couldn't have made this jump without having a great manager without having great team members at the cape location but one thing that i did want to make sure whenever i did expand that i still have the ability to get there within two hours Mm -hmm. because you must always check in on your baby. And I call, you know, my shops are my babies. And as much as, you know, your crew is doing well, you always must check in to make sure things are going your way.
0: Yeah. And I'm curious too, the Cape is sort of a land in and of itself in a lot of ways. Did you feel like you were really starting from scratch when you opened up in Boston? Or do you think that you were able to gain enough buzz from the Cape that it it bled into getting
1: people excited in, in the marketing efforts for the Boston store? Yeah. So I definitely used the following that I had from Cape to give me the motivation to do Boston, but honestly, I was like, "It's either going to hit or it's going to flop." <laughs> Let's go! And it's every day. Every, any decision you make is always going to be a hit or a miss. But if you don't do it, you're never going to know. Um, but it was definitely I. De- I had more confidence opening up opening up in Boston, knowing that a lot of people that go to the Cape live in Boston. Yeah, and so I was confident with that but also you just you never know and so of course whenever I opened Little Miss Cupcake 2 in Boston November when was it like November 8th and then a few months later COVID hit so it was
0: again what was that like
1: it was rough yeah it was but what else was I going to do and that's kind of always been my mentality like I hate to think of a plan B because I don't want it to take away from my plan A, which Mm -hmm. is cupcakes and growing that brand of Little Miss Cupcake. But honestly, I had no – what was I going to do? I mean, only fans, I didn't know what I was going to do. I'm like, okay, here we go. And that's, I think I told you, I couldn't afford to live in Boston whenever I first moved here. So my best friend since birth, she moved into my one bedroom and lived in the living room and we had a curtain. So we're roughing it. Yeah. The hustle
0: is real. Yeah. And it was worth it. Yep. Sometimes you have to make those sacrifices as a business owner. And I think that it's really admirable that you're willing to share that mm-hmm. because we don't always see that as the consumer. Um, we think, you know, everything was smooth sailing, no issues, no hiccups, got this going. And now here I am. So it's, I think, inspiring for a lot of people to know that if you have to get to that point where you're sharing a one bedroom, it's going to be worth it in the end and there There's nothing wrong with that. You're not the first person to have to be in that position and you're probably not going to be the last either. Right. So I think it's really special to to touch on what you were willing to do and you really knew what it took to get you here in the long run. Um, But those times do pass. Yes, they do. Which is really amazing. And it
1: was great living with my best friend, yeah, for a little bit, yeah. and then we were
0: like, <laughs> "Yeah, you want to ring each other's necks?"
1: I hear you. So. Really quickly, too. Where are each of the locations? What towns? Um, so my mothership, Cape Cod, Hyannis, in right Hyannis. on Main Street. Okay, and then right in Back Bay, Newbury Street. Perfect. Yes, okay. I went for the big street. Yes,
0: girl, <laughs> get that foot traffic. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> um, and is the Hyannis location year round or no? now i mean it every day it gets little bit busier yeah Um, whenever I first opened I think I was closed two days a week three days a week during the winter and now we're open six days a week so again I love my cape cupcake gang they have gotten me to where I am today they continue to stick with me whenever my cupcakes sucked I'll be honest there were some points whenever I was messing with the recipes and they were terrible and you know what I had someone message me today and they've been with me for eight years and like we just missed you and sent me a photo and like that's what keeps me going and I love it. That is so sweet. I'm glad that they do that because like
0: you need that little bit to sometimes keep that flame going a little bit, you know? Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So now we are going to pivot to the cupcake 101 portion of my questionnaire. So what are some of your most popular flavor
1: combinations? So the most popular one would be our sea salt chocolate caramel. That's on our menu um, as a standard cupcake. So we have 14 stand like standard. And what I mean by standard, they're offered every single day in mini and normal sized. Um, so that's a chocolate cake with a milk chocolate nosh filling, salted caramel buttercream with a salt and caramel fudge drizzle. Ooh. I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I forgetting my babies? <laughs> <laughs> so sea salt chocolate caramel. But everyone every day always asks. What is the most popular flavor? And to be fair with you, it changes every day because people's mood on what they want changes every day. And the most consistent thing about the food industry is inconsistency.
0: Put that on a billboard. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But it is true. Like, you know, I started off the show saying it's really gray and gross and foggy today. Just like we want our comfort foods like, oh, I'm going to go home and make a batch of chili. You want a different flavor of decadency than you would maybe on a hot summer day. Something a little bit more refreshing versus something richer. So it is, I imagine, very hard to say.
1: But all in all, the sea salt Dark chocolate, chocolate caramel. caramel. Yes. And then we, of course, have our limited edition flavors, mm. which are always rotating. And I've actually kind of passed the torch to my manager um, in Boston because she, point blank, is more creative in that field. And I can give her a recipe, but she implements it. And mm. she really makes it unique. Um, so, again, you have to start passing off and handing things to other because it just, it's made it so much better. And the flavors and the limited edition flavors that we're having are awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, it never hurts to have another set of eyes on no, things. Exactly, They always can see things a little bit differently and you put your brains together and then create amazing cupcakes. Magic, magic. <laughs> what do you find has been the key to creating the right consistency? Because I think no one wants something too crumbly, I know people hate this word moist, but we like okay. a moist cupcake. A moist cupcake. Um, but, you know, I know there's something that are denser, fluffier.
1: What is the right consistency and what is the trick to getting it? Gosh, I mean, everyone, anyone that you ask is always going to tell you something, something different. Exactly. Yeah. So a store bought cake or a cake mix is I don't know if it's the chemicals in it or the preservatives, but it is always doesn't matter if you leave them in for. Five extra minutes. It is always going to be a very fluffy kind of moist cake situation. Okay. So that is very difficult to replicate. So we don't have a store-bought taste. We have a not- Dense, but a little bit more dense cake, but a richer cake. And my secret to all of my cupcakes—again, going back to sour cream. Mm. So we love the sour cream.
0: (laughs) We got rid of the Duncan Hines, but we kept the sour cream. We kept the sour cream. (laughs) Okay, that's a neat trick. And you talked a lot about how there's always something to celebrate, which is why cupcakes will be here until the end of time. But. Yes, fingers crossed. But why do you (laughs) think that people gravitate towards... I mean, obviously, there was already a buzz going before those TV shows could even get going. Why do you think that people have gravitated towards cupcakes for their gatherings versus a large sheet cake or potentially other desserts?
1: Yeah. So... I mean, depending on a venue, if you're celebrating in a venue, usually they'll charge you to slice the cake. So that's a huge factor. And then also everyone wants what they want nowadays, right? So everyone wants a vanilla or a chocolate or a lemon or a strawberry. And having cupcakes gives you the flexibility and variety to have multiple options for your guests. And then honestly the mess there's no mess you don't need a plate you can just you know your wrapper is your plate and um it's just I mean cakes yes we still do cakes but usually there's cupcakes just around it as well
0: right right I mean, and especially with those mini ones,
1: I know they're guilt-free.
0: Pop that baby in, yes. No one even knows I had one. No, exactly. exactly. Oh, what? What's this cupcake over here? Let me try Uh-oh. that out. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm wiping crumbs from the corner of my mouth. <laughs> cupcake a day keeps the doctor away. So, amen, amen. I also wanted to ask you about the technique for eating cupcakes. Being an expert. I'm sure you have seen there's a controversy mm-hmm. around this. Mm-hmm. Some people like to peel that wrapper back and just bite right in, where as of late, a lot of people are doing the cupcake sandwich. Yes. They pop that bottom off, put it on top, and eat it with the frosting in the middle. Yep. Does that offend you, or you can you get behind that? I mean,
1: your cupcake, your choice. <laughs> <laughs> But what sets us apart from all other cupcakes is I was that person that did not like just to have the cake. So all of our cupcakes are filled, even the mini cupcakes. So you really don't need to sandwich the frosting in the middle because you're already getting some kind of center fill in all of your cupcakes. Ooh. Yeah. So how Smart. I do it, every, some people don't like it, but I do diggins on Instagram. And of course, my sisters are like my little... Yes. They're like, ew, Taylor. But I take the wrapper, take it off with my teeth, and just dig in. Usually a mini is two bites. A normal size is like three to four bites.
0: Wow. Okay. So outside of the minis and regular size cupcakes, what are the other things? You said cakes. You do? We do
1: cakes, um, tiered cakes, cookies, whoopie pies. I hopped on the edible cookie dough train as well a few years back. Yeah, that's really that hits the spot let me tell you yes it does (laughs) no eggs it's great um oh gosh cakesicles cake pops cinnamon rolls and then my cape location has two things that my boston location does not have yet and that is a liquor license and ice cream Talk to me. I know. Talk to me about this liquor license. What are we doing with it? Yeah. So we have champagne. It's called Buttercream and Bubbles. So it's a champagne with a buttercream sprinkled rim and then um, Prosecco. And then I also have a cupcake bomb. Um, I don't, some of the things that I come up with, I don't know how I came up with them. But basically, it's you pick out a mini cupcake. You have a little small cup of prosecco and then you take the wrapper off and then you drop the cupcake in the prosecco and you chug and then you have a perfectly infused cupcake and then you get a side of champagne on the side so you're a little bit I I never knew you
0: could do sake bombs with cupcakes I did it yeah that's amazing. Well, I'm so glad that you have the brain that you do and you are just coming up with these new innovative ways. Yes. To get, to get people excited. Yep. And it's like an experience. So it not, it's not just come in, get your, your treat and go. People can sit, have a drink
1: yes. and do that with a couple of friends. And parents love it because yeah. at the end of the day, we've created both of our locations, even though Boston is a little bit smaller. We've created an experience. We have over-the-top crew members welcoming you into a nostalgic 50s and 60s. Music is playing. Um, We have cupcake skirts on, cupcake headbands. Um, So we're creating an experience. But also, whenever parents come, they're like, oh, my goodness, we can stay a little bit longer and enjoy a drink while our kids are having fun, enjoying the audience. Yes.
0: Who cares if the kids are screaming at the top of their lungs if you've got a glass of Prosecco in hand? Exactly. (laughs) We do beer and have other beverages as well. That's awesome. And you think that will potentially come in the future for Boston as well?
1: I would love to. Yes. A dessert bar. We will wait and
0: see. And how um, do people, other than coming into the store itself, you do also online orders as well
1: for both locations or for just one? Nope, both locations. So you can actually pre-order online as long as you get your order in before 6 p.m. the night before. You can pick up the next day, pick out um, which location, what time. And then also, which is a huge, um, actually really popular for us here in Boston, is delivery. Everyone wants stuff delivered. So we use Uber Eats, Grubhub, and DoorDash currently.
0: Very cool. Yeah. I didn't know you guys delivered. That's awesome. Yes. For things like the tiered cakes, does that need a longer lead time?
1: Yes. Right now, for any kind of custom orders, we're on a two-weeks minimum notice. And then weddings, of course. I mean, I can take a wedding. A lot of people were last-minute this year. Um, but usually it's a year in advance that people okay. are you know, inquiring. But I could, again, if we have the ability to do it and the staff – and we don't have a lot of orders lined up, I'll take your order.
0: Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And on your website is where they can do all those orders through? Yes. What is the website?
1: www.littlemisscupcape.com. Yeah. Don't
0: forget the P, yes, not like a, a K, P, not a K. And your Instagram is LittlemissCupcape with an. Underscore? Is there a underscore? No, just just little miss cupcake. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it's also they can link to your bio and pull up the website from there as well. Okay, perfect, perfect. My last question for you is around allergies and food restrictions. Mm -hmm. Taylor did her research, ladies and gents. (laughs) She brought me a gluten-free cupcake. It's also vegan. Yes.
1: Gluten-free and vegan she and she's me.
0: pumpkin. <gasps> yes, cheers to the season. She's beautiful. Yes. I feel like I should pull her out, I but that I will I, w- I don't want to ruin her. So no, sorry. Okay. You guys have to look through the little window. <laughs> Hurley, can you get that? Okay, cool. Um, So she's, she's seasonal. Yes. She's trendy. Yes. Um, And she's
1: tasty. And she's tasty,
0: (laughs) which is huge for gluten-free in particular. I feel like anyone else who has celiac will understand my pain. It is,
1: it's just not the same. And that's why I waited because I wanted a cupcake that could compete with our regular cupcakes. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want to put something on the shelf that tasted like cardboard. So it was only about hmm, three years ago, kind of whenever I came to Boston, three and a half years ago that I introduced gluten-free and vegan. Perfect. And so you have...
0: Uh, non-dairy, gluten-free, do you have anything for nut allergies? And how do you make sure for just for people at home, if they are thinking about it, that there's no cross-contamination and stuff
1: like that? Absolutely. So in regards to nuts, we have peanuts and walnuts in our facility. I have teetered the thought of taking out nuts, but I do have buckeyes which are indigenous of where I'm from in one of our main, you know, one of our main products. But we do take precautions. We do sterilize. But again, we're in the same facility. But if it gives anyone a little bit of an idea, I've had um, a guy, a kid, a boy, a man now, he's been with me since the <laughs> beginning that has a severe nut allergy and he's been completely fine. But again, wow. we always like to know if there's a nut allergy, especially if you're pre-ordering. So we can really, really take the precautions but it's usually okay.
0: Okay, but I think I I think that's great. I mean, you you do the best that you possibly yes. can within your power. But yeah, I mean, there's going to be nuts I would think in most bakeries. Yeah. So you're just honest about it that they are there, but yes. if you are open to still having a cupcake, you
1: can yes. and should be without issue. And if not, just smell. And just then smell. <laughs> maybe come back in 7 years and you've not you don't have the allergy fingers right exactly
0: oh my gosh I love that okay last 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 question for you we've talked about so much today but I would love for you to offer the audience one last piece of advice and I will leave it to you if you would like to answer it um, as you know From all your experience as a business owner, what you wish someone had told you, or as being a soon-to-be 31-year-old, something maybe you wish, you know, 16-year-old Taylor knew sooner?
1: I mean, I could answer this question in in so many different ways. So many different ways. ways. I know it's a tough one. And honestly take what people say. and What is this saying? With a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I'm great with making up sayings. And- no, no, no. <laughs> okay, you nailed right. that one. You got <laughs> okay. a girl. Because people thought I was going to fail. And people even come up to me to this day and they're like, oh, you're still around. And you know what? Just keep going. Even if you don't know how to do it, you'll figure it out. We are in a society where you can get online and just, you know, Get on YouTube and figure it out, but there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, and I mean, right now we're still trying to figure out how to make up for what we've lost from COVID. And every day, I'm trying to overcome different struggles, but just keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's it's silly to say, but if yeah. you have passion, you can do it. Absolutely, block out that noise.
0: Yes, yes. It's just it's that's all it is. And it's then white also. Noise. Background. you have
1: to take time to yourself, even though I live, eat, bleed, breathe cupcakes you gotta step away because you will out you'll outwork yourself and then that does not turn out well that's that's very so.
0: important. I'm glad you said that yes. And if you're out there listening, I hope you take that advice. Taylor, take a break. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for bringing cupcakes. You are so sweet. So this was so much fun. Congratulations to you. And thank you guys for listening. And I will see you next week. Bye.